The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Force Center Presents Data Bank Dive here on The Companion. I'm Ken Knapsack. And I'm Joseph Scrimshaw, and I am very excited to dive into some Star Wars weirdness, Ken. That's what we do on this show. Joseph and I kind of surprise each other by going to the StarWars.com databank and picking out an official Star Wars item, character, location, ship. Oh, the possibilities are endless. Then we'll also throw in some of the wonderful additional language and information from the online Star Wars dictionary uh, and encyclopedia, Wikipedia, if you're Rio Durant, or Wikipedia, if you're me. <laughs> uh, and then we did, we're going to discuss it. Uh, we're discuss this uh, tiny, weird, wild part of Star Wars. That's what we love to discuss about when we talk about Star Wars, as well as the deep stuff. We love celebrating the weird. It's uh, part of what uh, goes on here. So today, Joseph, uh, we, if you're ready, are going mm-hmm. to be talking about Death Sticks. Oh, that is a wonderful selection. I feel really weird being so happy to talk about something called Death Sticks, but I am really thrilled to talk about some drugs. Yeah, and if you're <laughs> listening, you're probably... Already saying the line from Elon Slezbegano of, uh, do you want to buy some death sticks? Yes, we're going to discuss that, but let's get some information. Here's what the StarWars.com databank has to say. These illicit drugs were readily available in the underworld of Coruscant and elsewhere across the galaxy. This highly addictive substance delivered inside luminescent sticks was a favorite among desperate addicts and foolish thrill seekers. Databank does editorialize, so we might agree with that here. <laughs> One dealer on Corson, Elon Slezbegano, once tried to sell Jedi Knight Obi-Wan Kenobi death sticks inside the Outlander Club. And there's even more flavor to be had on Wikipedia. Death sticks were created from distilled and refined Extatol Salona. <laughs> Extol, extol. I feel like I, I just asked you what that rash is, and you're like, I think it's Extol Salona. Ex- Extol Salona, consult your doctor, made from the balo mushrooms found on the planet Balosar. Uh, though the desks are listed substances, uh, the Star StarWars.com uh, databank entry of Elon Slees Begano lists desks as a weapon. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> Final note that we're definitely going to be talking about, Joseph, is Jedi Knight Ral Avaras, or Rail Avaras, um, who is uh, from uh, the novels for the most part there. He might, might have had some comic appearances by now. He is a Jedi that, well, let's just say he likes to get down, likes to have a drink, and uh, likes the comfort of others. And um, despite being a Jedi, Avaras sometimes used death sticks. Oh, okay. Yes, he did. Uh, before we do this, I, I just, what, what is your, what is your gut reaction to that phrase death sticks when, in terms of star Wars? I love how just, uh, painfully, obviously, uh, unsubtle it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll talk about everything with that scene. Right. But when yeah. it first came up, it was like, yeah, I, I get the joke. But then I was like, but I also like the joke and I have only uh, liked the joke more. And a part of it, I think, is that the, the name is just has no subtlety to it. Right. It, it's that great range of Star Wars names from sort of like very cool and weird, like Darth Vader and Boba Fett. Ooh, those sound cool. What do they mean? <laughs> Dude, yeah. This 
is a drug that kids you shouldn't take. It's called the death stick. Whoever made death stick is really trusting uh, that it works to to have the psychology of you should want something that you know is bad for you because this is not great branding, right? No, this person went on to apply with the Empire's uh, PR department and came up with the term Death Star with them. So just, you just, just say what it is. <laughs> just what just, it is. Yeah. <laughs> there is some strain in Star Wars where people are like, yeah, if it involves death, I got to just call it out. I got it. You know, it's a Death Star. <laughs> yeah. The Death Star was built on death sticks. Let's, it's just death. These are my death pants. Don't worry about it. Death. <laughs> it's a saber made of light. It's a lightsaber. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I think uh, before we get into uh, the wonderful weeds of death sticks, uh, for those who might be just discovering us here or those uh, longtime listeners of Force Center and the Force Center podcast feed, Joseph and I absolutely adore and love the prequels. It's been a weird, long journey, as it has uh, been for a lot of fans of our generation. We're the original trilogy generation. Um, but to be clear, like when we're laughing and joking about the stuff, we really do love the prequels. There's so much there. And that includes this kind of just upfront, in-your-face this is what it is. It's death sticks. Absolutely. I think that's one of the things that's made me come to really uh, appreciate and love the prequels and feel like they are, you know, Lucas, along with all the other people who helped him create it, just going for what he wanted to make, which is half uh, deep, thoughtful mythos and half just bonkers adventure serial. Yeah, they're called death sticks. <laughs> yeah, he's got little antenna and he does some close up magic. His name is Sleaze Begano. Deal with it. Uh, it's, it. This is the style of humor I like and I'm going for it. And once you embrace it, it's really fun to embrace. I do love that you uh, correctly point out he does do close-up magic as if he's at the Magic Castle in Hollywood. That's, that's the best. Um, so here's here's something that's interesting. In all the years, this is uh, this is uh, introduced to us in 2002's Attack of the Clones. This has been something Death Sticks have been talked about ever since then. I mean, there's obviously a lot of opinions. Like I said, we say that that name, Death Sticks, you immediately think of that scene and you might have a reaction to it. We get it there. But in all these years, I haven't thought about what they look like. So Joseph, by taking a peek at the starwars.com databank and also on Wikipedia, how would you physically describe death sticks? Uh, well, they are just a little cigarette-like uh, tubes, little uh, colored. Uh, it looks like on the uh, main databank entry, um, I would never not know how to describe them from the film, right? Because because yeah. Elon's pretty good about uh, putting them away um, with that close-up magic. <laughs> but... Uh, on this main image, they are in a little glass container, which makes it feel nice and safe, right? Because it makes it feel like they are being studied. Like, these have been taken yeah. <laughs> from foolhardy thrill seekers, and they've been put in a lab for safety, for study. Uh, but yeah, they're, they are transparent cylinders uh, with a little bit of fluid in them. In particular, this looks like uh, these death sticks uh, were taken from Ronald McDonald himself because they are red and yellow. Yeah. And they do evoke a little bit of that, um, you know, uh, honestly, kind of what happened with the real cigarette industry of the the realization, the pushback of like, you are selling these to kids, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and this looks like they're, they are, you know, fun, colorful flavors, because um, I guess Jedi and bars <laughs> are attracted yeah. to that. I don't know. Yes. But it is this fun, colorful flavor, right? Yeah. Or no, that flavor. I haven't tasted a death stick. Uh, fun, colorful <laughs> color well yeah we'll talk about the marketing of that uh, and in real life too um and and yeah so you're 100 accurate they do kind of look like a collection of little um raver cigarettes like you're gonna go to a rave outside uh you know <laughs> area 51 in vegas or something 
and I love seeing him on display. Yeah, you're right. He's he's uh, Elon Slezbegano's the Ricky J of Star Wars. He's doing some real good card <laughs> tricks and close-up magic, like you said. So I have not spent serious have not spent 20 years or so thinking about desk sticks and then and doing this episode and, and prepping this so I could uh, throw it on you <laughs> with great surprise and get your thoughts on deck death sticks. I was like, they, they literally are just space ciggies. Have you, have you ever, I, I, you know, and as, as they should, I guess, but have you ever thought of them any other way other than just what you see with uh, spag on them? I think I did think of them as, is cigarettes for the most part because of death sticks. But as I have given it more thought, you know, the vibe we've talked about the vibe of the outlander club, which is this kind of like, sports bar but also just kind of like it feels like the hip place where younger people go to dress nice and see and be seen <laughs> the way uh Haiti Gofi in particular just eyes Anakin up and down <laughs> like he is a great big stack of Jedi um that there's this kind of there is this party vibe um that does kind of tip them into you know you're at a rave in the 90s and somebody offers you something and you don't know exactly yeah. what it does. It, it does have that vibe. And and yeah. I don't speak from a lot of experience. I went to one rave in the 90s and it was like a month afterward when I was describing the party, its aesthetic, the events that happened to other people. And I was like, I was at this weird party. And people are like, that's called a rave. <laughs> They're a large part of our culture. You were at one. So I'm not coming from an, uh, a point of expertise. Yeah, uh, and and to be clear, uh, Star Wars fans can and do go to raves. I was not that kind of Star Wars fan. I was like, a rave? No, I'm going to go home and watch Attack of the Clones on VHS. <laughs> so I'm with you on that too there. But uh, okay, so, so they are, they are. I'll say, at times controversial, right? Because a lot of people that might not like the prequels might point to a scene like this, might point to Death Sticks and Elon Slezbagano and that whole sequence in the Outlander Club is just uh eye rolling groan we understand that we respect different opinions here in force center but i think joseph over the over time there's there's a certain magic to death sticks what do you think about magic of death sticks and how they fit into the star wars kind of lore and aesthetic yeah i think a, a great thing about the prequels is and as always like ken just did acknowledging if people don't like it but i think one of the things it did is you know the original trilogy uh was definitely like grounded in kind of like the vibe of being real world, but it stayed in the realm of fantasy. And then a lot of things in the prequels gets into like, oh, this is a very lived in galaxy. So you're going to hear uh, about uh, taxes. You're going to hear about government dysfunction. So the death sticks to me are a great extension of this, of wherever uh, the Jedi are traveling, uh, they're living in a in a fantasy world that has a little bit more connection to reality. Like it's in this scene that <laughs> like that Anakin barks out Jedi business like, you know, like he's a beat cop. Right. Like yes. it's very like, you know, go back to your drinks. <laughs> We're just making an arrest, you know, uh, in Destics, just they they fit into that extension of, of Star Wars expanding its palette mm. uh, because they make perfect sense in this scene to me. I enjoy them partially, and Elon Slezbegano, uh, because it's this picture of the Jedi not just existing in cool battlefields or in mm. the 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 sacred halls of the Jedi Temple. Like this is what they do. They go out in the real world and they interact with real people, and that's like the comedy of it to me. Is that Obi Wan is going to a place that he would not choose to hang out, <laughs> right? He, he would go to, you know, a, a coffee shop or maybe a, a quiet, elegant bar that serves classy cocktails. He yeah. would not go to this this sports bar where foolish thrill seekers are throwing away their life. And the way he's just so casually like, 
yeah, you know, um, I, I'm going to intervene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to change your life with a hand wave because this is not my scene. And I'm judgmental and it shouldn't be yours, Elon Sleazebagano. Uh, the, the contrast there is is the magic of them and how they fit into me. I think you're absolutely right. And it's just some of the things that uh, the prequels does try to do with the Jedi. Like I said, this is an order that's out there in the galaxy doing what they do. And and you touched upon a little bit there. I don't want to repeat every beat, but just the idea, you know, what you and I really love and you're, you're a giant Kenobi fan. But what we really love in Attack of the Clones is, is the film noir private eye Kenobi vibe. He goes, we love Dexter's diner. We love what it means. Dexter's diner of wisdom. And it just, this is like Joe Friday. Like you said, the beat cop type of thing, but he's, he's Joe Friday from dragnet going, Hey kid, put away the cigarettes. You don't want to get messed up with that. <laughs> and I, yeah. There's a, it, it's George, yeah. You know what I mean? It's George keeping that vibe going. That's a great pull because I often think of a lot of uh, of Obi Wan Kenobi's uh, uh, noir detective adventure is is kind of owing a lot to uh, Raymond Chandler, Philip yeah. Marlowe, uh, but Marlowe's a, a little bit more jaded, and he would he would just think to himself, uh, "Oh, what a hellhole!" He he probably wouldn't intervene. But you're right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Obi Wan is a uh, Philip Marlowe with a with a little bit more of a appetite to do something about it. I love that. I love that. Um, so. You know, they got this big appearance in Attack of the Clones, and they've been mentioned in a lot of books. Uh, we'll talk about Ral Avros in, in a bit here. But I, I think we're in this era. The prequel generation has uh, taken that big leap forward where they're kind of a very prominent a part of the fandom, which we just love that. And we love those different entry points in Star Wars. And, and, and we uh, here at Force Center, Joseph and I, don't try to hold on to our entry point of Star Wars original trilogy. The prequel era uh, came, went, and is still going strong. So I think... There's got to be this thought of they exist in the galaxy, which means, Joseph, do you want a death stick or death sticks to reappear in a Star Wars TV show or movie? I would love it. And I think one of the things that I'd love is is you could have some fun with it, right? Because it, it, if you correlate a death stick to real world stuff, it's serious issues, right? I mean, uh, but it's presented in Attack the Clones as like a, hey, kids, stay away from cigarettes and you know, your pal Obi-Wan is going to help you get back on, on the right track with Alon Slees-Bagano. Uh, so they're really fun to joke about because they can be silly from a certain point of view. Uh, but you could also kind of like go somewhere a little bit with the depth of it. And I don't mean doing like, I want a Star Wars PSA where Grogu turns the camera and goes, don't. Uh, that's his first word. Don't, kids. Um, but this one of the things I love about Star Wars that we talk a lot about is this tension where where serious things can be silly and silly things can be serious. Uh, we've talked a lot about um, uh, Palpatine Darth Sidious unlimited power moment. Yeah. That's that's his thesis statement. It's terrifying and it's funny at the same time. So I would be really curious to see how how death sticks could be since we're introduced as kind of a joke like. I wouldn't mind if it was a part of uh, an episode of Mandalorian or even like Andor where like um, I need information in order to get it. I need to infiltrate this seedy uh, uh, death stick manufacturing lab <laughs> and I got to bust up this death stick manufacturing lab. And like, like I'm saying, not go full PSA, but treat yep. it a little bit of like, it's a real thing. It's established. It's a danger. It's a problem. You know, spice is real yeah. in the Star Wars galaxy. This is another drug. Um, I think uh, in some of the books, they've listed several other drugs that go along with uh, death sticks. That would be great. Bust up a death stick lab. I love this. Yeah, we, we want to keep them out of the hands of desperate addicts and foolish thrill seekers. You, you're pitching something that's great, especially around Andor and an undercover kind of angle. Um, 
needing to get information. I, I had thought of just like, almost like the macaroons, Grogu lights one up and Din says, give me that. You shouldn't have that. Or I guess maybe Luke does later on in training. Um, and it says, uh, Obi, old Ben Kenobi once told me that the, those those aren't good. Um, but both both might work. But I love what you're saying. They do have a place. The spice is a great example. The, the criminal underworld, the drug trade, all those kind of things do exist in this wonderful, wild, weird, and often silly world of Star Wars. So you can find a way to do it. And that's one of the things we love about this era where there's um Destix might have been a punchline for a lot of Star Wars fans who might have been older or not taken to the prequels in 2002 but some Star Wars fans in fact actually let me correct that many Star Wars fans grew up with that probably loving that scene loving what it means loving the comedy loving everything about it and so them uh, getting to uh, see Destix back in Star Wars is not a, a giant uh, stretch for them no not at all I think it'd be great be wonderful. So, all right, let's get to this here. We're, I think we're almost burying the lead on the death sticks here. <laughs> Ral Alvaras uh, is um, an interesting Jedi. He is, uh, he's, what would you, would you describe him? Little Billy Bob Thornton, Sam Elliott, uh, and the dude, the, the big Lebowski dude is also Quinlan Boss at times. Is that, how would you stri- describe Ral Alvaras? Oh man, I'm trying to think of like what actor I pitch, uh, pictured as Rael Avros when I was reading. Uh, he's from the book Master and Apprentice, uh, Claudia Gray, great mm. young Obi-Wan in, in Qui-Gon book, if you're not familiar. Yeah, you know, uh, oh, you know, that's who I pictured him as. Uh, you are going to have to help me, Ken, uh, mm-hmm. because you know the actor's name and the character's name uh, from Game of Thrones. Oh, Davos. Davos Seaworth, right? Oh, Liam Cunningham. Yes. I, I pictured him as Liam Cunningham. Cunningham mm. in particular uh in general but his performance on Game of Thrones of that like look uh I'm I'm at my heart pretty noble but I've been around the block and I've seen some things so yeah. you know it, I, I'm a Jedi and I'm here with my lightsaber and my vows and I'm doing things but if I happen to have a one night fling with yeah. a lovely being who wants to have a one night fling with me and if if I take the edge off of my aching back with a drag of a death stick uh, who, who am I really hurting? Get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. No, I love it. In in the audio books, he's uh, presented with, like I said, the Sam Elliott type of vibe, which is great. But I, 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 that didn't sync up. And that's not a bad choice. That didn't sync up with my version of him. I, Liam Cunningham, uh, Davos Seaworth, that's a great pull and a great look for kind of a, a world weary Jedi who's still very much on the side of the light and doesn't dance with the dark, but does, uh, you know, go into their bars. Um, the reason we're focused on this is uh, this this entry reminded me that he, he did do that. Yeah, master and apprentice. Uh, he does. Uh, um, he does. Like we said, delve into a lot of uh, pleasures of uh, of the world. There. My question to you, though, Joseph, is uh, you you are a big fan of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, uh, you love the Jedi Order. Do you think Rel Avros is the only Jedi to dabble in death sticks? Is he that no. much of a rebel, or is he just the one who's honest about it? No, I think here. <laughs> <laughs> was that too fast too hard uh i think that we will uh maybe in high republic even encounter death sticks if we haven't already uh, trying to keep up with everything high republic it might already be in in there yeah. um uh but i think you know we we spent a lot of jedi uh time with jedi in the temple right and again that goes to obi-wan being out in this place of the real world like a lot of jedi get sent far away for a very long time and that's what happens to rail <laughs> Yeah. And there's that question for me of, uh, you know, there's been a little bit of ambiguity, but what is the exact corollary for death sticks, right? Like, mm. are they space cigarettes or, you know, are they a, something a little bit more like, are they ecstasy? What are, what are they? You know, yeah. there's been a little bit of ambiguity. And if, if, uh, particularly if they're more, if they're closer to cigarettes, right? Mm. That like definitely harmful, 
yeah. <laughs> to yourself. Definitely, you know, potentially harmful to others around you. But you can uh, maybe get away with it culturally in Star Wars. I'm not saying anything about cigarettes in the real world. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. If uh, I can see a Jedi trying to justify, like, it's it's a death stick light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, this, this is really interesting because, you know, I've always just viewed them as, as I said, the space ciggies, the cigarettes. And knowing that they might have been a little bit more, but... Yeah, is this is this uh, attack the clones? Is it is it uh, George Lucas's reefer madness? You know, <laughs> is this what's going on? And now Everos is uh, he's like, yeah, hey, yeah. I to get to sleep, I take an edible. What do you talk? I take an edible death stick. What are you talking about? Is it that or is it the ciggies? I don't know. I'm just fascinated with it, and I'm fascinated a little bit by the idea of all other Jedi who who uh, I'm not saying they are breaking codes and 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 the orders rules, but just who are just like, hey, there's a lot out there. Um, and we might be faced with certain things and yeah, I do this and, you know, Kenobi takes a drink. We know this. Um, uh, so anyways, it's an interesting thought and yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think Avaros is the only Jedi to dabble in the history of the Jedi order. No, I, I think that this is why I love the Jedi is because they strive to do their very best, but they slip. They slip <laughs> indeed. Let's make this discussion even more personal. I, I think we've been discussing this a little bit, uh, Joseph, but take me back to the theater, in 2002 and uh, talk about your reaction to death sticks in 2002. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I was just so, uh, I, I had my little criticisms of, you know, uh, Anakin and his, his sand and all that. Um, uh, but I was just so in love with attack of the clones because for me, it was just full on star Wars. It was just embracing, everything uh, weird and wild about Star Wars. And in particular, I was so happy to see just anything more about the life of a Jedi, right? And to see them on Coruscant, to see their library, uh, to see them in a bar, uh, to see Obi-Wan, you know, at a bar drinking. Of course, we had seen him in the cantina, but this was very different with that great, you know, I'm going to get a drink. What, what are you going to do? Have a drink. Um, so I, I love this moment. I, I, I definitely had a little bit of like, yes, that that is not, you know, a super subtle comedy. And I had a little bit of uh, judgment about that. But at the same time, it's like, but I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was funny even back in, in 2002. I think it was also a little bit of that contrast of like, the Jedi mind trick is this kind of, you know, noble thing. And, and we get a joke in Phantom Menace with, uh, with Wada going, what are you doing trying to use some kind of mind trick? But in a way, it was like Obi-Wan Kenobi making the joke that different Star Wars fans had made for years of, you know, the Jedi mind trick can be funny. And the idea that you just use it casually at the bar to course correct a weirdo's life. Uh, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. There's, uh, of, of all the things... Um in Attack of the Clones, Death Sticks weren't high on my list of, of super, uh, big super problem for me. I, I don't love a lot of the 3PO humor. And over the years, I, I've loved so much of what's in Attack of the Clones. So um, my relationship with that movie's changed. But back in the theater 2002, I laughed too. I thought it was funny. There, there's a, it's such a quick little beat. There's a great rhythm to the scene. The, the, the uh, close-up magic you mentioned is a, is a beautiful description of what's going on. And yeah, the bigger philosophy of a, of a Jedi on the go, I wasn't in 2002 thinking of, well, this kind of reminds me of a 50s noir. I wasn't thinking that. I just was reacting to what I saw on the screen and, and I laughed. And I also, it should be pointed out, you know, I didn't know, yes, the character had little alien dealy dapper things, 
But, you know, Elon Slesbagano is a little bit of a classic Star Wars name that might make you groan. Um, but I didn't know that name, right? So I just was like, oh, some random guy in the bar. I thought even that, that just kind of worked for me too. So 2002, I'm more positive than I think uh, even I remembered at the time, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you're so uh, you're so right to point out the rhythm of it, of the you want to buy some death sticks, right? <laughs> there is just a, a, a rhythm uh, to it that the speed of it is really good and punchy. It is indeed. Uh, and, and I think we, you know, we know where we are now with those movies and the prequels overall. But Death Sticks specifically in 2021 into 2022, where are you now with the Death Sticks? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I th- Just in general? Yeah, like we need to, we, we've done a pretty good job of explaining that I think we like their place. But someone at a party makes a Death Stick joke to you uh, designed to disparage Death Sticks. What do you do? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I think I would ask them if they, I would say, well, I like them. And if you wanted, I would share reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they say, no, I, I don't want to hear your Star Wars opinions. And I would not a- attempt to use a Jedi mind trick. But yeah, no, I think I would just, uh, for me, they are such a great symbol of what we're celebrating here on Databank Dive that uh, the the weird and the wild in Star Wars is, is really great and fun. It is something to just acknowledge that that is a huge part of Star Wars to have something just as blatant as uh, calling a cigarette slash drug stand in a death stick. And it, you know, ask those questions of what does that tell you about the galaxy that yeah. <laughs> that's what it's it's called, you know, what does it tell you about the galaxy that those exist and try to enjoy it for its weirdness and then try to, if you want, dive into like, but what's the real storytelling? What's the, what's the maybe seriousness underneath this uh, yeah. joke scene? Engage with what's there for you. A couple more questions here as we start to wrap up. Uh, did the message of Obi-Wan telling Elon uh, Begano to go home and re- rethink his life make you question anything in your life? The timing for me was great, Ken, uh, because uh, about a year earlier, uh, I had quit smoking. Uh, I, I don't advise it. I was a smoker as a as a as a young man, uh, walking around with my Darth Maul baseball cap, <laughs> <laughs> feeling real cool. Uh, and I think for me, it was like I think if I had still been smoking, I would feel a little bad. Like my hero Obi Wan just just told me to rethink my life, and instead, I think I patted myself on my back, like already did rethink my life, Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Thank you very much. I don't dabble in death sticks these days. Thank you. Confirmation, confirmation for me. <laughs> for me, it did not uh, because I was such a back then a, a good little boy. I uh, never went to bars. I didn't drink alcohol. Didn't smoke anything. I still to say I haven't smoked anything, but I do enjoy whiskey and rum because uh, I got into stand up comedy that comes with the comes with the uh, the careers. Unfortunately, um, so I, I was more like, yeah, Kenobi's right. <laughs> Just pointing at people, finger wagging at people. Were you wanting to, like, as you uh, leave the theater, be handed a brochure of what Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, here here are the reasons that Obi-Wan Kenobi thinks you should rethink your life. I mean, we need that now. We need it to start a celebration. <laughs> um, and it has to be this era of Obi-Wan with the, the mullet hair. Mullet hair. Uh, a couple more questions. Actually, scroll past this one. I don't want to miss this one here. Now, again, we do not encourage death stick smoking in children. Uh, and the marketing, and you talked about it. We are of a certain age, Joseph, where I I used to have cigarette candy cigarettes. And then one night at the dinner table, I pulled one out. I tapped it on the box and pretend to light it. And my dad yanked it out of my hand. And I was never allowed to have them again uh, for good reason. Um, so... 
we we don't want uh, death sticks marketed to children. This we know. But since, let's be honest, much of the higher-end Star Wars merch isn't exactly made for kids, would you collect death stick merch if they made it? Like it, something that can be displayed, like that case on the data bank, a pack of death sticks. Uh, would you want that in your collection? I would be so, so very tempted. Like, yeah, it, Galaxy's Edge, if anybody's been uh, lucky enough to to go there, you know, it has some great, like, these are in-universe things. Mm. So if it was like, this is this uh, container, you know, that isn't to, to be opened of of rare death sticks that have, you know, the Jedi have confiscated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these were confiscated, you know, this many thousands of years ago. Uh, I guess I'm just assuming death sticks are ancient. ancient. Uh, you, you know, the early Sith, they were really into death sticks. <laughs> Revan always had one hanging from the mask, right? Always um, puffing. Always puffing. Always, always just rubbing, vaping on death sticks. That's, that's the way of things. Yeah, I, I would be really tempted, especially since like <laughs> it amuses me when, when the idea that I could have something displayed in my home, like it's in that picture, right? Just like yeah. a glass case of like beautiful vials and people come over and like, oh, are you doing a science experiment? And like, no, those are death sticks. Those are death sticks. <laughs> See, I, I have some higher end men in black, uh, like the noisy cricket or the mind eraser men in black, and they're in a case. They look like the death stick. So I, I made me think about doing this, this episode. I was like, I would, I think I would against maybe even my better judgment as a responsible adult. I wouldn't want children to see death sticks. I think I'd have to, I mean, what a conversation starter at parties. Yeah. And they should be locked up if you have them at your home, because as we learned, they're considered weapons. They are weapons. <laughs> Speaking of weapons, they're weapons of Elon Slisbegano. If he tries to offer you a death stick in the Outlander Club, what are you going to say to him? Ooh, yeah. No, I think that I am uh, going to say that uh, I... I I'm going to I'm going to try to try to start a conversation with him. Look, because I do so many podcasts, uh, I, I sometimes in social settings uh, fall into the uh, the weird habit of interviewing people, which yeah. is not necessarily how to talk one on one to a human. But I think I'd, I think I'd ask him some follow up questions about like, well, well, how much are they? You know, and, you know, uh, do, do you how do you use the money? And just like see if I could engage him in a conversation. He would probably just get upset and walk away. I, I think you would do well. You you have a great ability to discuss themes in movies and shows, but you you are really good at finding themes in people's everyday lives. Uh, I've been around you for that, and I, it's great to have a friend like you around. You can, you can pick up, uh, have great discussions about important things. I think you would change Elon Sligano's life. I would just be like, could you stop bothering me? Just kidding. <laughs> would you tell him that you have a, that you used to work in security and, yeah. and you know several different ways to take him down? Uh, yes. You know what? I get, I'm kind of annoying uh, at parties because uh, I've been offered, you know, like, hey, do you want to take a hit of this? And I'd be like, I've arrested more people and I've smoked it. So I'm an, I, I, I'm an Obi-Wan. I'm an Obi-Wan. <laughs> You're, yeah. I would try to be a, a, a slower Obi-Wan because yes. I, I can't do the Jedi mind trick. I would also ask him about the colors. Uh, one other thing I do want to shoot in here because yeah. I looked it up as we're talking. Uh, I am lucky enough to have the Elon Slisbegano action figure. Mm. And he does indeed come with three uh, uh, bright red pink uh, little vials, uh, vape pens of death stick. <laughs> of illicit materials. <laughs> he it. comes with illicit materials, so I can't be opening that package. Love that. All right. we uh, As we wrap up here, we want to rate death sticks. We're going to rate uh, the wild and weird factor of death sticks. We do this rating based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, Lobot. So, out of 10 Lobot heads, Joseph, one being the least, 10 being the most, how many Lobot heads do you give death sticks? Ooh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to give them four, uh, which sounds like an insult. 
Uh, I do really like Dust Dicks. They're one of my uh, favorite weird, wild things. I'm so glad uh, that you picked them. Uh, but I think part of what I like about them is that they are just such a, a clumsy stand-in for yeah. <laughs> some yeah. kind of real-world illicit substance. And part of what I like about them is they aren't that weird. Uh, they're space ciggies, it seems, for the most part. They're space ciggies with a question mark. So I'm going to give them only four Lobot heads, uh, but I still do love them. I am right there with you. I would think if you were to ask me to rate the entire sequence, Elon Slees-Bagano, his Dealey Doppers, Obi-Wan, and his mullet, I might rate the whole scene a little weirder. His <laughs> Dealey Doppers. Dealey Doppers. But, you know, death sticks by themselves on display on our shelves. I, I was actually going to go down to three. Um, they are not, uh, they're weird in, in, in just an overall sense, but when you really think about it, and that's part of what these, this show is here to do, stop and think about these things you haven't spent a lot of time on as a Star Wars fan. I think they fit pretty well, and I'm going to give them three Lobot heads. That is a, a generous uh, sampling of Lobot heads. There you go. Get your Lobot heads right here. We are out of here right now. Thank you all for listening. If you want to listen to more of us on the Force Center podcast feed, you just go to our Twitter page at Force Center Pod, uh, Force Center Pod, and uh, you'll find links and link trees and all those things to find out where we are. You can follow me at Cadnapsock. Go to my website, Cadnapsock.com. Joseph, where can they go for you? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media as Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff as at Joseph Scrimshaw. And you can check out all of my other comedy and life adventures on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. So for Elon Sleesbagano and all the thoughts he had about his life going forward based on the interaction with Kenobi and Destics, we'll see you next time here on Databank Dive on the Companion, brought to you by Force Center. See you, friends.